Welcome to the Small Business Commission meeting on March 13th, 2023. The meeting is being called to order at 4.30 p.m. This meeting is being held in person in City Hall, room 408, and broadcast live on SFGov TV and available to view online or listen to by calling 415-655-0001. The Small Business Commission thanks Media Services and SFGov TV for televising the meeting, which can be viewed on SFGov TV 2 or live streamed at sfgovtv.org. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the end of the meeting, and there will be an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. For each item, the commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person, and then from people attending the meeting remotely. Members of the public calling in, the number is 415-655-0001. The access code is 2481. 8143625 followed by password 7221 press pound and then pound again to be added to the line when connected you'll be in you'll be muted and in listening mode only when your item of interest comes up dial star 3 to be added to the speaker line if you dial star 3 before public comments called you'll be added to the queue when you're called for public comment please mute the device you're listening to the meeting on when it is your time to speak you will be prompted to do so Public comment during the meeting is limited to three minutes per speaker. An alarm will sound once the time is finished. Speakers are requested but not required to state their names. SFGov TV, please show the Office of Small Business slide. Thank you, everyone. Today we will begin with the reminder that the Small Business Commission is the official public forum to voice your opinions and concerns about policies that affect the economic vitality of small businesses in San Francisco. The Office of Small Business is the best place to get answers about doing business during the local emergency. If you need assistance with small business matters, particularly at this time, you can find us online or via telephone. And always, our services are free of charge. Before item one is called, I'd like to start by thanking Media Services and SFGov TV for coordinating this virtual hearing and helping run the meeting. Please call item one. Item one, roll call. Commissioner Carter, absent. Commissioner Dickerson? Present. Commissioner Herbert? Present. President Present. Huey is absent. Commissioner Ortiz-Cartagena? Here. And Vice President Zuzunas? Present. Vice President, you have a quorum. Thank you. Now I will read the land acknowledgement. The San Francisco Small Business Commission and Office of Small Business Staff acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place as well as for all peoples who reside in their ter traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Please call item two. Item two, approval of legacy business registry applications and resolutions. This is a discussion and action item, and today we presenting we have Richard Carrillo, legacy business program manager with the Office of Small Business. Thank you, Richard. 
Welcome. Good afternoon, Vice President Zuzunis, Commissioners, City staff, members of the public. I'm Richard Carrillo, Legacy Business Program Manager. I would like to acknowledge Michelle Reynolds, who uh, is also with the Office of Small Business. She was instrumental in helping review, collate, and process the Legacy Business Registry applications before you today. SFGov TV, I have a PowerPoint presentation. Before you today are seven applications for your consideration for the Legacy Business Registry. Each application includes a staff report, a draft resolution, the application itself, and documents from the planning department. The applications were submitted to planning on January 18th and heard by the Historic Preservation Commission on February 15th. <coughs> Item 2A is the blue light. The business is a neighborhood food, music, and sports bar founded in 1978 by legendary rock star Boz Skaggs. Welcoming and warm, the blue light is an inviting place for people to gather in San Francisco's historic Cow Hollow neighborhood. Popular Union Street with its myriad shops, cafes, and restaurants attracts Bay Area shoppers in addition to visitors from all different parts of the world. No matter where you're from, you leave the blue light cheerful and happier after having eaten good food, enjoyed a beer or cocktail, listened to great live music, caught up with old friends, and met new people a real San Francisco experience. The core feature tradition the bar uh, business must maintain to ma uh, remain on the legacy business registry is bar. Item 2B is design media. The business is a local digital communications agency founded in 1978 that develops custom tailored programs for public and private sector organizations. Founded in Oakland, Design Media moved to San Francisco in 1985 and is presently located in the Mission District. The integrated solutions and immersive experiences developed by Design Media captivate and engage audiences and exceed business goals. They are passionate about helping their clients through creative storytelling and intelligent platforms, integrated ecosystems that are cutting edge and human-centered. Design media brings agility, wit, and professionalism to the table every day. If you can imagine it, they can build it. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is marketing and communications services. Item 2C is Dragon Seed Bridal and Photography. The business is a special event and custom dress shop in Chinatown founded by Thomas and Henrietta Tam in 1978 who are still the owners today. Dragon Seed Bridal and Photography specializes in making custom traditional Chinese qi pao, spelled Q-I-P-A-O in English, which is a long figure-fitting one-piece garment with a standing collar that was developed in the 1920s and evolved in shapes and design over the years. Dragon Seed is also a one-stop shop for weddings, ceremonies, and beauty pageants which includes services for photography, decorations, and MC services. The custom dress shop is one of the last of its kind in San Francisco, helping retain Chinese culture and customs. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is clothing store featuring special occasion attire. Item 2D is Hing Lung Company. The business, located in Chinatown, was established in 1977. 
Hing Lung Company, AKA Go Duck Yourself, is one of the oldest and most prestigious Cantonese-style barbecue restaurants in Chinatown. The Chinese characters of Hing Lung translate to prosperity in English. Its core customers are the local Chinatown and North Beach communities, but barbecue lovers, foodies, and bloggers come from all over to try its new generation of Cantonese barbecue. The restaurant's two head chefs have mastered the highly skilled art of Cantonese barbecue, a dying worldwide practice, and are at the top of their game with many peer recognitions worldwide. Many visitors to San Francisco make it their first and also their last destination before going home. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is restaurant featuring Asian cuisine. Item 2E is Love on Hate. The business is an iconic tie-dye clothing store founded in 1992 and located at the corner of Masonic Avenue and Hate Street in the Hate Ashbury, in the heart of Hate Ashbury. Always positively Hate Street. When people think of San Francisco, they think of Pier 39, the Golden Gate Bridge, and a hippie on the corner of Hate and Ashbury. Love on Hate is that hippie on the corner. With over 10,000 tie-dye pieces, Love on Hate offers an expensive selection of rainbow clothes and accessories, and is said to be the largest collection of locally produced tie-dye in the world, with over half of their products cut and sewn right here in San Francisco. More than just a clothing store, Love on Hate also doubles as an, as an artist collective and community resource, supporting over 175 artists and leading several nonprofit initiatives for homeless youth, food drives, community art, education classes, and re-entry opportunities for form formerly incarcerated, incarcerated people. Love on Hate is a cornerstone of the Hate, Ash uh, Hate Street community, a pillar of care and creativity that embodies the essence of Haight-Ashbury, and a perfect example of the awesomeness of San Francisco. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is clothing store featuring tie-dye. Item 2F is Mr. Bing's Cocktail Lounge. The business is a bar founded in 1967, located on the cusp of Chinatown, North Beach, and the Financial District. Mr. Bing's Cocktail Lounge, commonly known as Mr. Bing's or Bing's, was named after its original owner and founder, Henry Grant, who ran the bar from 1967 until his retirement in 2017. Mr. Bing was Henry's nickname. The spirit of Mr. Bing's remains true to its origins. The bar has remained involved in the local community through support of the North Beach Festival, local sports teams in the neighborhood, and the sponsoring of an outdoor mural on its parklet by local artists during the COVID-19 pandemic. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is bar. Item 2G is Playmates Cooperative Preschool. The business is a safe, nurturing, diverse community of families and staff working together to foster the creative, social, physical, emotional, and cognitive development of their children. Founded in 1950, Playmates Cooperative Preschool is a nonprofit organization that is open to a diverse community of families from different socioeconomic levels. With the support of parents and caregivers, Playmates offers a supportive and creative learning environment and aims to provide an enriching experience for all the children in their care. At Playmates, children and parents alike dig in the dirt, play in the water, plant the seeds, make the Play-Doh, touch the bugs, 
sing the songs, and dance the mood. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is school for preschool age children. All seven businesses met the seven criteria required for listing on the Legacy Business Registry, and all seven received a positive recommendation from the Historic Preservation Commission. Le Legacy Business Program staff recommends adding the businesses to the registry and has drafted seven resolutions for your consideration. A motion in support of the businesses should be framed as a motion in favor of the resolutions. For the record, Design Media is the 350th business added to the Legacy Business Registry since the initial group of businesses was first added to the registry in August 2016. We have added an average of 5.2 applications per month since August 2016. Congratulations to Design Media and all of the applicants today. Thank you. This concludes our presentation. We're happy to answer any questions. There are business representatives in the room, possibly online, who would like to speak on behalf of the applications during public comment. Great, thank you for the presentation. Uh, commissioners, do we have any questions before we open it up for comments? Okay, uh, we will open public comment. Anybody in the room who would like to speak, thank you for being here. Please feel free to line up. Welcome. Hello, commissioners. My name is Pamela May. I'm the owner of Design Media, and I'm excited to say we've been 38 years in the mission of the 45 years we've been in business. Now, I know that you're a Mission District business owner. Good to meet you today. I'd like to thank Rick and Michelle for being so helpful in getting us this opportunity. Uh, we're thrilled, we're honored, and the cohort that we are a part of, we're very, very happy to be with everyone who is here. I'd like to thank Kevin on my staff and my sister who is down from Seattle, Joni, to visit. So thank you everyone, thank you commissioners, and Katie, thank you too. Thank you. Is anyone else interested in speaking today? Oh great, welcome. Hello, I am Johnny Matheny, I'm the owner of The Blue Light on Union Street, and I am honored to be here in front of all of you. Thank you for listening to our wonderful presentation on our business. That was great. And all of these businesses behind me, too, I, I've known almost all of them for as long as uh, they, I've been around. And uh, congratulations to all of them. This is phenomenal being uh, associated with all of them. We all know how hard it is to run a business. To last 30 years is, in, is, is amazing for everybody behind me as well, and uh, especially making it through a pandemic. So double exciting. I was part of the group that bought the Blue Light back early 90s from Boss Gags. And I was a young little fresh out of college bartender, and uh, we all maxed our credit cards, and and things are going great. Yeah, so <laughs> so uh, we're still going strong, and I'd love to have all you come out. I'd invite you to come down anytime, and thank you again. Very excited. Good evening, commissioners. Uh, my name is Seamus O'Hall, and I'm representing uh, Mr. Bings this evening. Uh, I'd like to thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I'd like to thank uh, Rick and Michelle for their extremely hard work in preparing the application. Supervisor Peskin and his staff are 
recommending us to the legacy business. And uh, just thank you all again very much. It's an honor. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Summer Schulze, the Executive Director at Playmates Cooperative, and I just want to take a moment to thank you for considering Playmates to be added to the registry, and thank you to Rick. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all of his hard work. Thank you. Hi, Sunshine Powers here from Love on Hate, always positively Hate Street. Thank you everyone for having us and for the nomination. Thank you to all the nominees and the wonderful uh, Legacy Committee for helping us through this process. Um, it's an honor to be a, represent, a representative of the Hate and Ashbury District here in San Francisco. As a native San Franciscan, um, I first walked into Positively Hate Street in 1992 and I got my first tie-dye shirt. I met my first boyfriend outside the shop. Um, I did other shenanigans outside the shop <laughs> with the payphones, And um, I got my first Grateful Dead cassette tape, which, you know, cassette tapes used to be a really big deal. Um, the hate Ashbury has always been on the forefront of change in the city and in the country, and it is an honor to be uh, part of keeping that movement going. I hope you all come get some rainbows and sparkles, and we should definitely all have a party. <laughs> Thank you. Any other commenters in the room? Uh, there are no commenters on the line. We will um, um, there's no commenters online. Um, then public comment is closed. Um, if any commissioners would like to speak, uh, Commissioner Ortiz Cortenia. Thank you, Vice President Suzunas. Um, again, this is our favorite part of being on this commission. Rick, thank you for all you do. Small businesses, thank you for your time, because real business owners know it's not easy getting away from the business at 4.30 p.m., so we appreciate that. But I love it because it's, it's always nostalgic. Like, love on hate, I can't have a family member visit Frisco without going there. Like, that's always a stop. Um, design media, I've never been in there, but I used to go as a kid, dentist, right around the block, right? And that building always stood out, and I always wondered what it was when I was a little kid. So it, it caught my imagination when I was a little kid. You know, blue light, used to do valet over there in the marina after we get off. You know, I'm not gonna say, but that was a spot, you know? And Mr. Bings, you are a satellite mission bar. I don't know what us mission cats were ending up there, but we would always go to Mr. Bing's. I remember the 90s very well, somewhat. But Mr. Bing, so I'm so honored, and I appreciate what you do for the city. Y'all make Frisco Frisco. Without y'all, we'd be cookie cut. So appreciate y'all. Commissioner Dickerson. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, what an honor to be here before many of you. I, I, my husband, had, I, 
my husband has talked about Mr. Bing, talked about, I've been in love on hate many a times. Uh, I, I wasn't with you when you was doing the thing, but I was probably right next to you. But no, anyway, uh, there's so many businesses here, which um, is just a representation of the historic landmarks that you all are creating, the memories that are within many of your businesses and how influential you have been. I just want you to know, if you don't know, all of us here on the Small Business Commission Board are small business owners as well. And so we understand the work. We understand the, the, all, of, all that it took. I was really impressed with the design media for you to have been for so long and you know how transformative information and technology has transformed over, over all these years. It says a lot about you um, and your leadership. So I just want hand, hats off to you. Um, but all of these places, I always make it a point, if I haven't been there, I'm coming. So just look for me. Uh, but I just want to say congratulations to you all. This is our favorite part of our work as a small business commission. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Rick, you are all that and a bag of chips, man. <laughs> Appreciate your work. Your comments? Oh, please, Commissioner Herbert. I just want to echo what my fellow commissioners have said. Um, you know, you guys are all so diverse and so um, unique. I remember design media from the 90s. I dabbled in film stuff. Um, and uh, Blue Light, I love that you did it with a credit card with all your buddies, you know. Um, it takes guts, it takes grit, and I just want to say thank you for representing San Francisco because we need more long-term businesses, we need more legacy businesses, and um, thank you for being the example for the newcomers, too. So, more power to you. Thank you. And I'll, I'll just say a couple things. I I think this, this lineup in particular is, is very special because all of you also support us, and I've seen you at our mixers, I've seen you even at our commission meetings where you're not on the agenda, so I really wanna thank um, our legacy business, um, uh, business applicants today for supporting small businesses and the Office of Small Business and our commission and creating a you know, mutually beneficial environment for small businesses in San Francisco. And with that said, um, we will move and take a motion if we have one on the floor. And a I'll motion. motion. Yes. A second. I'll Mo motion by Commissioner Dickerson, seconded by Commissioner Herbert. Commissioner Carter is absent. Commissioner Dickerson. Yes. Commissioner Herbert. Yes. President Huey is absent. Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena. Yes. And Vice President Sazunas. Yes. Motion passes. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, and you're gonna go hang out with R Richard outside. So there you go. <laughs> you can give him some knuckles too. Thank you again for joining us. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And we will slowly move on to item three, please. 
Item three, Board of Supervisors, file number 230212, Planning and Building Codes, Small Business Month Fee Waivers, including for awning installation. This is a discussion and action item. And today, presenting, we have Tita Bell, Legislative Aide to Supervisor and Guardio. Welcome, Tita. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. This is a little tall for me. Um, I'm Tita Bell. I'm a legislative aide for Supervisor and Guardio who's sponsoring this legislation. Um, this is a proposed ordinance relating to the Small Business and Building Safety Month program. Um, this was a program started in 2014. Um, and as part of this program, small business owners were eligible to have certain permit fees waived in connection with replacing their storefront awnings, um, the signs on those replacement awnings, and pedestrian level um, lighting. Um, the proposed ordinance touches on the planning code and the building code and seeks to do two things. First, we're extending the fee waiver to not just replacement awnings, but new awning installations. And second, we are clarifying that these uh, planning and building department fees are um, keyed to the time the applications are submitted as opposed to the time permits are issued by these departments. Um, there may potentially be amendment language that our office will um, uh, seek to introduce to ensure that fire department plan check fees are also waived if you look on, well, the intention of this program was to waive all fees related to those activities by uh, small business owners. And so um, I believe on the SFGov website, there's a listing of impacted fees and fire department and uh, DPW fees are meant to be waived as well. So we're looking into whether anything needs to be done legislatively to ensure that there is authority for that. Um, but in the meantime, this ordinance touches on the planning code and the building code. And um, I'm sure you've heard the conversation in recent news about a lot of small businesses being cited um, with notices of violation relating to their awnings. And so we're hoping that this will be one um, way that we can help small business owners come into compliance for those who need to you know, apply for a permit to install new awnings or replace awnings. Um, if they do it in the month of May, they should be able to benefit from these we, uh, fee waivers. Um, and we also are aware that it is uh, the middle of March, and so the likelihood of this ordinance being passed by May 1st um, is not high. Um, and so anticipating this, there is a retroactivity clause in the um, proposed ordinance that will allow um, small business owners to benefit from this if they apply this May. We're leaving it up to the respective departments to come up with a protocol for tracking the applications that do come in and tracking how uh, the payments will be handled. Um, and if there are any questions, um, I'm happy to answer them. Commissioners, any questions? Um, I have a quick question. Since yeah. this is a constricted time period, how do how do we usually, and maybe this is, comes back to our office too, but maybe if the um, supervisor has a particular plan or um, um, planning itself has a plan to notify businesses about this 
um, amendment? Um, well, we will, we're planning to work with the Office of Small Business to notify um, small business owners that the existing, um, what is it, awning fee waiver month um, benefits will be extended mm -hmm. to new installations, but yes. We'll notify the, um, I'm not sure, there have been some um, meetings, I believe, that Director Tang has conducted with some of the uh, impacted um, small business owners that have been cited to assure them that things are in the works to help bring relief. So I don't know if this um, new, you know, this proposed ordinance has been mentioned as something that's coming down the pike, um, but that's, that's the intention behind it. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Any other questions, comments? I think it's pretty straightforward. All right, mm -hmm. thank you. Thank we'll, you very much. We will Is open it up for, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no. Public comment. <laughs> Anybody in the room would like to comment on item number three? Seeing none, uh, there are no callers on the line. Okay, great. Uh, commissioners, any, any comments? Um, Public comment is closed. Any comments from commissioners before we take a vote? Okay, um, any any motions on the floor for this item? I move. I'll second it. Uh, motion to recommend this by Commissioner Ortiz-Cartagena, seconded by Commissioner Dickerson. I will read the roll. Commissioner Carter's absent. Commissioner Dickerson. Yes. Commissioner Herbert. Yes. President Huey is absent. Commissioner Ortiz Cartena? Yes. And Vice President Zizunas? Yes. Motion passes. And uh, thank you. Sorry, Director, didn't give you um, a minute to comment, but if there's any other context, we'll, we'd love to hear it from you and your report. <laughs> okay. All right. Item number four. Item four, approval of draft meeting minutes. This is a discussion and action item. The commission will discuss and possibly take action to approve March 13th, 2023, draft meeting minutes. Any questions on the minutes from our end? Okay, any public comment on this item? Number four, meeting minutes. None in the room and none online. Okay, public comment is closed. Anybody want to make a motion on the draft meeting minutes? <laughs> motion to approve. Motion. I'll second. <laughs> motion by Commissioner <laughs> Commissioner <laughs> Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Dickerson. Uh, <laughs> I'll read the roll. Commissioner Carter's absent. Commissioner Dickerson. Yes. Yes. Commissioner Herbert. Yes. President Huey is absent. Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena. Yes. And Vice President Zizunas. Yes. Motion passes. Great. Okay. Item number five, please. Is there anyone in the room for general public comment? Any items not on today's agenda? Cool. Okay. Um, any commenters online? There are no commenters online or in the room. Great, public comment is closed. Um, next item, please. Item six, director's report. This is a discussion item. 
Thank you, Director. All right, good evening, Commissioners. Um, all right, so for the first uh, update, I just wanted to remind folks in case you missed the announcement that happened in uh, February, which is that um, the mayor has introduced legislation to uh, pause the increase on gross receipts tax. Um, and so this delay, um, well, if this ordinance passes, then the gross receipts um, tax increases would be delayed for two years. So um, just a bit of background, when voters had um, approved the switch from payroll tax to gross receipts tax back in 2020, uh, the ballot measure allowed for a delay in gross receipts um, tax increases for some industries, including retail, food services, arts, maintenance, manufacturing, and entertainment and recreation until 2023. So we're in 2023 now, we've all gone through some really difficult times. Um, so the legislation aims to support um, these industries, especially those hardest hit by COVID-19. Um, so just wanted to make sure that everyone caught that announcement. Uh, secondly, uh, you may have seen that Supervisor Stephanie recently introduced a resolution at the Board of Supervisors regarding the employee retention tax credit. And this resolution um, will be heard at the Board of Supervisors tomorrow, Tuesday, March 14th. Um, and it urges our office to initiate a public education campaign and to raise awareness on the availability of the employee retention tax credit. You've probably heard our previous Commission President, Sharky Laguana, talk about this. Um, and so, um, you know, this is a, an effort that our office will continue to be working on. So we are crafting some additional outreach and educational efforts and, of course, welcome any ideas that you have. Um, you know, any of the commissioners, um, how else, or if you want to share any of your personal experiences um, trying to apply for the ERTC, we'd love to hear it. Um, but we will try to encourage uh, people to um, not leave money on the table if I'm going to be channeling our former commission president. Uh, next, um, I know we just heard an item about awnings, and so I um, wanted to just provide an update that um, we are continuing to work with uh, the different permitting agencies um, to find out the most efficient way for businesses that have been hit with complaints and or notices of violation recently, so over 200 of them, that were sparked by complaints um, from private individual or individuals. Um, so we um, just letting you know that we're going to continue working on that, but meanwhile, um, if you know, permits need to be pulled, then at least there is the awning fee waiver a program that exists every May. Um, and then also wanted to let you know that there is the second annual hospitality and small business job fair happening on Wednesday, April 12th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the San Francisco Ferry Building in the Front Plaza. So again, that's April 12th, Wednesday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Ferry Building. And we had some conversations, I think, even here where some businesses are having trouble um, hiring workers. Um, and so wanted to make sure you're aware of this opportunity. Um, so this is hosted in conjunction with our, um, um, our colleagues at the Workforce Division at OEWD, Office of Economic and Workforce Development. And for employers um, trying to recruit five or more um, employees, um, you can participate in this job fair and you can sign up ahead of time on the workforce link page um, to register as a business that is looking to hire workers. Also, if you're a job seeker, um, you are welcome to come. You can potentially even get some interviews done on the spot. Um, and the RSVP link um, is OEW, or sorry, it's link.oewd.org slash hiring fair. So again, that's link.oewd.org 
www.ncf.org slash hiringfair in case anyone is interested. Um, and then lastly, sharing um, that the shared spaces uh, program, just wanted to note that to date, um, 3,015 applications have been submitted. Um, of those, 2,276 were for sidewalks or parking lanes, so the traditional kind of shared spaces structures that we're thinking about. And then also of that 3,015, 589 of those were for roadway applications, so meaning like the slow streets programs. Um, street closure types, and then 146 were for private lots. So um, some examples of those might be like back patios. So uh, quite a few are, uh, businesses are still applying to keep these um, kind of the shared spaces for, for example, dining, eating, drinking that you traditionally think of. So those are uh, my updates for today and happy to answer any questions that you all have. Well, um, I finally, well, not finally, I guess probably in, I started in January looking for someone to be able to do my ERC, although I have, I have bench bookkeeping as my accountant, and I have bench tax as my tax preparers, and they could not tell me how to get my ERC tax credits. I started looking outside of that, and it took so much time. That's why I was delayed in filing, because I couldn't find anyone who could do it. Then when I did find someone, the first person said, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is great. He was like, he was so excited, and I said, okay, well, that's great. What do you charge? What is your percent? Do you charge a percentage, or do you just charge a flat rate? He said, no, 40%. And so I can't tell you what I said on the microphone. I know I'm being recorded, but I, I just politely backed out and said I need to try somebody else. So then as I kept looking, I mean, it, it kept getting lower, but the, the only place or the right now what I could find, every right now I can't find anyone that would do it less than 20%, right? Okay, granted. But this was, this was the part. It was... Um, so this is what's happening now. I'm not sure if you have filed or not. If anyone is still interested, I'd be more than happy to. I finally found a guy who was very reasonable. But right now, I'm not sure if you're aware, though, there's quarters that you're losing now that we're in delay. So right now, we've lost a quarter. So if you are qualified, then you're now only qualified for five quarters as of, I believe, April. And then four quarters and then three quarters. So. Um, if you haven't done it and you need someone, I do have a guy. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not one, but I do, <laughs> I do have a guy um, if you're interested. So I know I'm sure I'm not the only one who came across that dilemma when it came to trying to find someone who could uh, actually file it. But I didn't know he was as involved, and it was actually a law firm for me that had to do it, you know, and power of attorney and the whole shebang. I didn't, I was unaware. But now that I am aware, I am more than willing to help whomever needs help because this was, that was a journey. So that's about the ERC. Thanks for sharing. Commissioner Ortiz-Cartena. Commissioner Dickerson. Can I add to that, like also small business, be aware because some of these people getting commission, they set up the paperwork but they make it seem like you're self-filing, so they're not putting their agency name or their whatever their little tax 
code or so be careful with that because if you're paying a percentage they should be putting their firm's name not you personally right so that's big I've been noticing that and yes the percentage has gone up unfortunately so um, but it's money I, I, I've helped several businesses and they actually get a check so like just so but I was gonna announce um, one of our sister CBOs in the mission has their second second annual event it's Calle 24, the cultural district. They are having an event on March 18th at 10 a.m. So it's again, taking over the space, empowering, going around, cleaning, but again, activating the corridor in order for them to keep our cultural districts clean and viable and vibrant and helping our small businesses and their storefronts. So everybody's welcome to participate. Saturday, March 18th at 10 a.m. on Calle 24, thank you. Um, any other questions for our director before we continue with the commissioner comments? Okay, any other commissioner comments? Okay. There Next are no item. public comments. Oh yeah, no public comment? Okay. All right, no public comment on item number six or seven. Then next item, please. Uh, item I, yeah, just, oh, item six. just item six. Okay. Um, any commissioner comments that haven't been made yet? Yeah, it's okay. We got mixed. It's my fault. <laughs> Great job, Vice <laughs> Okay. Um, Do you want me to read item six? Items seven. We we closed item six, correct? Yes. Sorry. Do you right. want me to call item seven? Yes. Item seven: commissioner discussion and new business. This is a discussion item. Any further announcements from our commission? Um, okay, any public comment on item seven? There is none in the room and none online. Oh, item seven is public comment is closed. Next item, please. Item eight, adjournment. SFGov TV, please show the Office of Small Business slide. We will end with a reminder that the Small Business Commission official public forum to, is the official public forum to voice your opinions and concerns about policies that affect the economic vitality of small businesses in San Francisco, and that the Office of Small Business is the best place to get answers about doing business in San Francisco during the local emergency. If you need assistance with small business matters, continue to reach out to the Office of Small Business. Meeting adjourned.